Welcome back to the Master on a Hollies Friday. Now we head to Awarua. There we find Steve Henderson, dairy farmer. And as Andy Muir put it, and I said this at the start of the show, a really good bloke. No pressure, Steve. Good afternoon. How's things up there? <laughs> yeah, all good, all good. But we were just chatting in the ad break. Uh, you've actually had a staff member done with COVID, and I think this is a really important story because if you haven't already had an experience with this yourself in Southland, it's pretty inevitable that you will do before long. Yep, yep, you did right. Eh? It's, it's certainly out there in the in the community, and um, it was about a week ago. She had a daughter that tested positive, and she was um coming back out for a meeting on the Monday and we said, oh, just hang on a minute now. Send you a close contact if you just stay at home and then she tested positive. It took two days to test positive so she tested on the Wednesday positive so yeah, she's been off work. Uh, She's theoretically allowed back um, on Monday but just talking to her yesterday with her symptoms, um, yeah, quite sporadic. She was uh, really good and then the next day just lay on the couch sweating um, and then the next day yeah, as cold as buggery, shaking, eh? So, yeah, she's had a pretty rough time. Um, and what we've been trying to do is, we, we all know we're going to get it at some stage, it's going to have an effect, um, but just trying to sort of limit how much of an effect. So, if we can sort of stagger stagger it um, and get it through the team in a sort of over a month or so, um, it'll certainly help the business continue to run as best it can, eh? Yeah, that is uh, that would be the ideal uh, situation. But good on you, though, because there is a bit of uh, confusion, I guess, out there with if you've tested negative, yep, you're good to go. Uh, but it was really, I guess, good to hear from you that you said, no, actually, just wait. And that caution then obviously paid off. Yeah, yep, for sure. Um, yep, she could have come to the meeting and hung around and um, been close contact to us and then, yeah, two days' time tested positive and then, not necessarily we would get it, but it would just it would just sort of yeah, put you on edge as to who is still spreading it and um, what effect it's going to have on people's health yeah. to be able to operate. So, yep, it's certainly out there. And um, I know yeah, we supply from country, and I've just um, dropped off a lot of uh, rats yesterday to if you do feel crook, um, take a test, and I suppose you're, you're ahead of the game rather than going and getting your test in town, and um, you can pick it up a bit quicker. Yeah, that's great to hear. That's good work from um, Open Country. Hey, look, the other thing you wanted to talk about is that the Southern Otago Dairy Industry Awards, the prelims, have been happening. You've been involved with this. How's it all been going? Yep, yep. So I um, was floating around at Southern Otago and done the prelims. And it's just so cool going out there and seeing people still being so positive about the industry and um, staffing and getting ahead and Trace wife's just come back from the West Coast um, judging the finals over there and just talking to her that's the same thing there's still so much positivity out there um, which you know depends who you talk to there's a lot of negative stuff too but you just got to sort of work through it and go right eh? the negative stuff's not really going to affect me today so let's just keep on battling away doing what you enjoy and doing what you've um, entered the industry for and there was just a couple of things I picked up on um, around the HR side of things and it resonates here a little bit too. We used to have meetings, um, your weekly toolbox meetings, what you want to call them. And you started off with facts and figures and you sort of ended with health and safety and how things are going. But our team has probably changed a bit and they're not interested in your facts and figures. They're more interested about how how you're thinking, um, how their life's going at home and 
and being more aware of, I suppose, yeah, how family is and their surroundings. So there was one couple that started their HR meetings with um, what's keeping up at night. So that was the first thing they talked about. Ah. And now, now we're going to do that here. We always started with health and safety first, but yep. that's probably almost a bit deep too. So you just go, what's keeping up at night? And everybody has got a thing that is keeping them up at night. And if we can change it, cool. If we can't, we can try and find somewhere that can change it. So you're totally, totally different way of running your meetings and you probably get a lot more buy-in um, by running them how your team wants them run rather than how you think they should be run. I think that is one of the best things I've ever heard uh, and such a great tip because if you can't, take your mind off whatever's keeping you up at night because it's not just keeping you up at night it's following you right throughout the day if you can't address that then you've kind of almost got only half your mind on your job and that's when we know accidents happen yeah definitely yep yep and i suppose with our team we've got probably no we don't have any career farmers so they're not interested in sale counts and milk production and that's not what gets them up in the morning. It's, yep. it's getting them up to um, pay a mortgage and get home and see the family. So things have changed in the last five or six years with who's being employed on farms. And I think a lot of people aren't sort of adapting to that. They're still stuck on the figures. But yeah, if you haven't got career people within the industry and they're just there for um, a salary they can take home to pay a mortgage, you've got to change what you're doing and how you're thinking about things. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, great insight there. Steve, anything else to add before I let you carry on with your day? Um, no, we're just getting a few drops of rain down here now that's, yep, well received. We've, well, as your new report says, we're dry summer on record, so we're no different in Arua. Um, we should be quite the opposite being coastal Southland, but no, the cows are still ticking along. Um, plenty of feed going into them, which isn't grass. It's mainly palm kernel and baleage. Um, yeah, so we're just hoping for rain and these few drops may turn into five or six mils, which will be better than nothing. That's good. Yeah, it is a really challenging time in terms of the weather. Every time it rains here in Dunedin, I just want to send it down to you guys in South. And Steve Henderson from Aorua, thank you so much for your time on The Master this afternoon. No worries. Thanks, Ray. There we go. Uh, Steve Henderson there. And we're going to continue that conversation. Kathy Cotter up next, Southland Rural Support Trust. What are some of the things you can do to support yourself, uh, to support those around you when we are going through such a dry spell? Also, what's happening with the meat processing plants? How can you actually change how you work on farm to make sure you're making the most of the opportunities to send stock away? Kathy Cotter up next before the end of the hour. Mal Cupid from FERT NZ here on The Master.